Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in and listening again to another Rod Tucker Says podcast. I'm excited that I'm actually getting one of these done every week. And I'm, I mean, it just feels really good and I'm thankful that people are listening and some of these ideas that I've been able to talk to about or at least some of the people that I've been able to talk to about some of these ideas has been really exciting for me and I'm getting some good feedback and so as you listen, you know, if you have any questions or you want to talk further, just find me on Facebook on my author page or go to rodtuckersays.com and send me a message. I would love to be in touch with you, hear some of your stories, share some of your stories, and uh, just see where this thing goes because it has been a lot of fun for me so far. Which brings me to the reason we are here together right now and why I have stayed up late in my home after everyone has gone to bed. Even our hyperactive dog is asleep, probably in my spot on the bed, and I'm going to have to push her off when I get upstairs tonight. But I have stayed up late to record this podcast for you, and it is titled, as you have already read, You Do Not Look Like God. What I want to talk to you about is this idea of what it means for us to be created in the image of God. We read this in Genesis, and when we read it in Genesis, it's very simple. Um, God says, let us make man in our own image, and that word image means likeness. And the reason I want to bring up this idea for discussion tonight is because our culture seems to have some really strange, weird, even dark and twisted takes on on what an image is. And we are raising our children, I think, (laughs) backwards in so many ways as to what it means to have a good image. And so there's something missing where God says, let us make human beings in our own image and the image that we as human beings are actually trying to arrive at or become. As I look around the world and as I watch television, I'm noticing that that women are beginning to look more and more the same. Like there's one standard. There's, there's one thing. And I was talking to Anna, my wife, just just I think this morning we were talking about this this makeup art called contouring and you you're supposed to be able to put makeup on your face that actually makes your face look like it is a different shape than it actually is and that shape is what is seen on TV when some of the major models are seen advertising products and there's this kind of striving for perfection, but the standard of perfection can only be achieved by a certain level of of makeup. No matter kind of how you were made, you have to have this contouring done to you in order to fit this standard. And so everyone has found this standard of perfection and they're trying to reach it over and over and over again and you can do that in so many different ways it's just totally ingrained in this culture and we are striving for an image and yet we all feel so far away I think contouring is probably just 
one small example of the perfection that we try to achieve and when we get there we realize it's not really perfection because in order to get there we had to actually um, cover ourselves up in some way or hide or blame or fake it just to feel as though we have made it even if it was just for a moment and so to get at this idea of being made in God's image I was thinking tonight about this idea of mentorship and important people in our lives and when I was younger probably all the way through high school and through college as I would meet people and I would develop friends and then as I moved on into ministry there there was always a time and it happens in seasons where you begin to build a close relationship with someone and as you do that close relationship that friendship and things are growing and going well that the friend that that you're you're building a relationship with comes along at some point and says to you something to the effect of I need you to meet this person because this person has been crazy influential in my life and then they begin to list the reasons I don't know if any of you have had this happen I'm sure you have where one of your close friends has come to you and said I need you to meet this person in my life I need you to meet my dad I need you to meet my cousin I need you to meet my mentor I need you to meet this person that I met and then they go off and they explain to you why you must meet this person who has had such a just insane impact on their life and I started thinking about this this concept or, the, or this experience of some people coming to me and and this happening and I realized in a moment that the words they used the words my friends used to describe the people who they respected the most who I needed to meet were never physical they were never things like this person's jaw is shaped just the most perfect way or their nose is the perfect size or their eyebrows are just shaped wonderfully across the brow of their forehead they they never said those types of things but the types of things that I heard my friends say were you have to meet this person they are so kind you have to meet this person they are so humble you have to meet this person they are so full of love they are not proud they're they're trustworthy they're one of the most trustworthy people I've ever met they're so caring and out of that out of those words this anticipation would always build within me because I had to meet this person this person who had impacted my friend so much not because of how they looked but because of who they were and so I say all of that to you to just kind of hopefully throw a wrench into your way of thinking um, when you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror when you look around and you see people that when people look at you or when you look at yourself and know that people are going to look at you understand that the things that they're going to see and notice about you are not the things that you are noticing about yourself. 
The things that people notice on you is not how well you have contoured your face for that day or if your hair is curled in the right way or if you did enough sit-ups the night before or if you've been eating the right amount or the right style of food. The thing that people are going to notice about you is in this thing that I like to call your likeness. Your likeness. The thing that exudes out of you past your skin but starts so deeply beneath you in your heart. And so when I read 1 Corinthians and when I dive into the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians verses 4 through 7, what I hear is not the way that God looks, but the way that God is. And it brings this whole new perspective to me about what it means to be created in the image of God. I read, love is patient and love is kind. It doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it's not proud, it does not dishonor others, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices in the truth, it always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, and it always perseveres. Love never fails. I love that idea because when we read in the Word of God that God is love, we see His likeness being formed out of the beginning of the universe. And when it's first made visible to us, His likeness is that of patience, of kindness, of humbleness, of trustworthiness, of selflessness, of calmness. And, and, and the people that have come to me that said, you have to meet this friend of mine, it always is, it always is kind of covered in this, this sense of this person represents some type of quality of who God is to them. And they want me to see that quality as well. And I think our culture has just gotten so far off this idea of, of what perfection is and, and what it is to, to strive to, to, to be successful or to look a certain way or to behave a certain way. Because very rarely do I ever need to introduce the person who runs 50 miles a day to my friends because I think that's profound. Very rarely do I find the person who has um, found the way to contour their face in a way that makes them look like a model on TV, that I need all my friends to meet them. Always, though, it's the person who is full of love and full of kindness. That's the type of person I want to put in the room with the people that I love because the reality is you and I don't look like God. We are created in His likeness. We're not created to look a certain way or to act a certain way, or to behave a certain way. We are created with an essence, an ability inside of us to love and to exude the characteristics of a creator who will never, ever, ever give up on his creation, who will always find a way to make himself known to his children.
And when I think about what it means to be created in the likeness of God, that is what I'm learning this is. This is not about me being perfect. This is not about me looking a certain way, especially a way that's going to make me acceptable in society. This is about me exuding a characteristic of God that has been breathed into me since the beginning of creation by God himself when he said, let's create people in my image. Let's create people with my likeness. Let's give them the ability to be patient, to be kind, to not envy, to not boast, to not be proud, to not dishonor others, to not be self-seeking, to not be easily angered, to not keep record of wrongs, to not delight in evil, but to rejoice in the truth and to always protect, always trust, always hope, always persevere, and in that way, never fail because they will always be full of me and who I am. And I think that is such a powerful, powerful thing for you and I to remember as we go throughout our day. Failure has never been about not falling. Failure is when we refuse to get back up and step into that likeness that God has created us to live in. And so, yeah, you don't look like God, and you were not ever supposed to look like God. And what I mean by that is you're not supposed to go to the store and, and buy the makeup and contour your face so that you can look as perfect as possible because God has given you something so much more inside of you that is worth so much more than anything you could ever do to the outside of you. And that is the thing that people will remember. And that is the thing that people will want to introduce to their friends. Because that, my friends, is the likeness of God. And so, as we go throughout this week, let us remember that this is what we were created for. To be in the image of God. We were created to love we were created to be patient under all circumstances and to be those people who represent a God who would love the world so much that he would send his son into it so that everyone could know how much they're loved. I think that's all I have for tonight. And I just want to sh I wanted to share that with you because it just struck me really, really powerfully. You don't have to look like anything. You look like you. But you exude and you shine out the likeness and the characteristics of God. And that is more than enough for you to have crazy impact in this world. More impact than you could have ever, ever, ever imagined. So thanks for listening. Uh, find me on Facebook and shoot me a message. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know how you are impacting uh, this world and in your space that God has given you with his likeness because I would love to hear your stories. Thanks for listening. Go in peace. And I really look forward to talking with you again sometime soon.